We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So moving on to Avery Davis. Yes, Avery Davis. That's this the is, other bit of news. And this is big news. And 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 look, we not surprising. We all saw it live. And Brian and I both said it appeared that that type of an injury kind of got twisted up. Explain in the what you mean that type, because we did discuss so, it before the show. Yeah, so it was a non-contact injury. I mean, nobody hit him. Nobody rolled up on him or anything like that. And you could see his foot kind of get caught in the turf a little bit. And the way his knee kind of jerked, that's usually an ACL. Um, yeah. and that's what it ended up the being. The hope is that it's not everything. Right. Of course. That was yes. that was mine. Because an ACL anymore in 2021 is completely rehabable within a few not, you know, within four months, you know, four to six months in that neighborhood. So he'll be ready to go. Um and, 10, and that's year, 10, 15 years ago, he's out for this yeah. year and part of next year. Absolutely. Right. Now no it's at least you could he yes. could come back and play. And so he's got some decisions because Brian Kelly did say that Avery has a 60 year option. I would love to have him. And, back. and I would, we'll, we'll discuss it a little more as we kind of get into some of this stuff with his thing, which we're going to follow. That's exactly the next thing we're going to do. Then we're going to talk about some of the other comments afterwards, but sure. You know, a, a week ago, I'd have said, there's no reason for Avery Davis to come back. None. Right. Because he is what he is as a player, right? For sure. I mean, he, he, he is what he is. And, and, and I like what he is. And, but but fifth year senior, you're a team captain, you know, you're a good football player and all that kind of stuff. There's no need to come back. That changes now because of the injury, because he was already sort of a borderline, was gonna need a really good, he was gonna need a really good combine period to jump into the draft, in my opinion. Sure. I, I think he's draftable, but like as maybe a you know, day two, early day three guy, he was gonna need some work, right? He was gonna need to show that he's got four four speed, that kind of thing, right? Which he does. Because he just doesn't have the production because of the way they use the slots, uh, which it can be frustrating well, at times. And the fact that he also moved to 14 different positions right. and he just now is really settled in right. on receiver, right? I mean, right. Well, he didn't have a you know, but, but the reality is, is they should have used him more. Uh, he has 27 Absolutely. catches through nine games. I'm, I'm sorry. He should be throwing the ball two more, but different Agreed. conversation for a different day. The production's not there for him to just be, oh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's draftable. 
it's more he's got a okay he he's did some nice things he worked out at the pro day last year if you remember with Ian book he was going to need a good pro day he was going to need a good combine to really to to up his profile and that's out now he's not going to be healthy to start the season that kills his draft value so if there's room and good lord there's room at receiver there's now. so much room he, yes. he's gonna you know, i would i would i would hope he would come back which yeah. is huge for notre dame if he can come back 100 next year agreed because he's a good football player right a really good football player and, and they're gonna lose him, some leadership from yeah. this football team yeah i don't yep. think kyron williams comes back that's just 100 no. my opinion right i don't think I he don't comes either. back i would advise uh, him not to right jack cone is not going to be back there's going to be some leadership gone from this football team. If you can get a guy like Avery Davis, former quarterback, sixth-year senior, captain, he'll be a two-time captain. Right. That's going to really take some of that leadership burden off the shoulders of Tyler Buckner or Drew Pine, whoever the starting quarterback is next year. Sure. They just worry and about being the quarterback. That's right. You just worry about doing your yeah. job, make the calls. Avery's right. got the – Avery can give the pep talks. Avery can, can sure. rally guys. Avery can handle all that. You just go You just go do what you need to do. Right. So that was um, that was a, a, a certainly a a a good to hear that Brian Kelly did bring that up. I would imagine it's at least going to have to be considered. It's not going to be considered right now by the family. They need to worry about getting his surgery and getting him healed. Absolutely, beginning the rehab and because they won't. To me, they a lot of times you don't. And if there's any, and I know we have some doctors, but if there's any that specialize in this, my understanding is the MRI can tell you certain things, but whenever you open a person up. There's there's always a potential that there's something there that that doesn't show up on the MRI or sure. you know you got to make sure the surgery goes well all those type of things with but with Dr. Radigan I mean he's considered one of the the best in the business yeah. so that's a, a good thing for 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 all Notre Dame's players who are having surgeries is if it's not Dr. Radigan doing the surgery he will go find the best in right. that particular thing to either be there like I remember there was an injury to an offensive lineman recently where. I believe Dr. Radigan performed the surgery, but he brought in a specialist who specialized in that to be there during the surgery just to make sure if that was needed. Mm -hmm. uh, first class guy. I, mean, I love that guy so yeah, much. First he, he class comes guy. On, he comes on the show that we do uh, during pregame about, I don't know, once every three weeks or so, just to kind of give a rundown and talk. And he is amazing. Like mm -hmm. that, that guy is, I mean, he's a former player. For those that don't know, right. he's a former Notre, Notre Dame football player. His son is a walk-on. Uh, as part of that podcast that they do. And, uh, I mean, he, he's obviously done the right thing and raising his kids, right. and he's, he's a great doctor and right. he's a great man. So, yeah, I agree with you. So what Brian Kelly said in the press conference <clears throat> is the first thing is, obviously, Lorenzo Styles moves inside. And, and that's, the, that's obvious. I mean, uh, you know, no-brainer. Lorenzo can play that. There's, there's no doubt about that. The interesting thing is, is you know, gives you a little more size at receiver now because Lorenzo's bigger than Avery, and then you've got Brayden Lindsey outside. You know, Brayden's a little taller than Avery, not bigger, but taller. He noted that you could move, uh, you could do some things where you put Kevin Austin at X, you know, which kind of spells Brayden Lindsey and, and all that, and which you need to do because Brayden Lindsey's not an every down player. As we've nope. been saying since the summer. We've talked about that for a long time. He talked about that would then trigger Deion Colsey to play more in the W. I think Deion's getting better and better every week, I which agree. is great. So imagine what it's what's great what happens when guys actually get to play. You get to learn and learn from your mistakes and all that, which you can only do when you play. Then he also talked about you know, using Michael Mayer in the slot more, which is a plus, and then, of course, Kyron. So those are the things Brian Kelly talked about, Vince. I want to discuss two things now. I okay. want to discuss we're going to kind of move on 
for this particular topic, we're going to move past what Brian Kelly said, and we're going to talk about what we want to see and what we think about the receiver position this year and next based on this Avery injury. Yeah. Before we do, I just want to get a couple super chats here real quick. Yes. Uh, John Nestler said, just joined IB site this morning. He did he signed up with an annual membership. I used to have rivals years ago, but thrilled to be part of the family. Thanks, Brian and Vince. And we're thrilled Love to have John. you as part Welcome. of the family, John. So, Welcome, John. Uh, thank you. Thank you for that very, very much. And yes, he did. He did sign up this morning. I'm going to put the join. I'm going to put the link in there again, because that actually seemed to be helpful to people. Uh, it's as opposed to having to remember the boards.com and all that other kind of stuff. So uh, I'll, I'll put that in at the bottom for people that want to join. But we have another super chat from Clint Duggar. Don't get live too often, but I still watch every show. Love you guys. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Clint. Thanks, Clint. Appreciate that. And I'm glad you could be much. part of the live show today. So that's yeah. that's good, too. So Notre Dame football is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the Internet to find Irish tickets anymore. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need for all of your go-to Irish tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all their Notre Dame tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. The Irish hit the road for the first time in a month as they head to Charlottesville, Virginia to take on the University of Virginia. Can the Irish withstand the passing attack of the Cavaliers? Find out in person now with TickPick. Just visit TickPick.com slash Irish today to save $10 on your first order of Notre Dame tickets. Again, that's TickPick.com slash Irish today to save $10 on your first order of Notre Dame tickets. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Vince, I want to talk first about what I think so, we need to see more from Notre Dame. So he never mentioned out. bringing somebody over to the wide receiver group? or He like, did not. Because he hinted around at it post-game. Uh, he did okay. not. Okay. My, my thought would be, number one, if if that move was being made, it was going to be a depth move. I don't. I didn't sure. see. But I also wonder if part of it was he just in his head thinking they're going to move Xavier Watts over. And I, I can name three people that want no part of Xavier Watts moving back to offense. One of them is Xavier Watts. Marcus Freeman, yeah, Chris well. O'Leary, 
Xavier Watts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and, he made it pretty clear that it wasn't going to be like he said. Xavier's uh, integral part of the defense. We hope to, you know, he made it pretty clear. I think that that obviously was not going to be the case. Yeah. So that's good. So that was that was good. I was glad to see that. Yes. Co- couple other things to me. So as I look at it, I think the the first thing is there's because of. This is why I remember when we were talking this summer about all the receivers that left the program and then because they lost what four over the summer, right? Micah Jones left, Jay Brunel left, Jordan Johnson left. And I think there was Kendall Abdur Rahman could really use Kendall Abdur Rahman right about now. Well, he never played. They got Avery Davis. No big deal. And then you look at, you then lose Lawrence Keys because you didn't feel it was important enough to treat him the right way to make him feel like part of the team. You lose him. And normally I hate it when players leave their team in the middle of the year. Hate yeah. it. Uh, that was one where I completely understood. Anytime a coach goes to the point where he's no longer being truthful for you to you. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You, you, you got to go. Right. Yeah. Um, or, or not that you got to go, but I understand sure. you going. So, and, and every single time, the response from the people that just wanted everything is awesome, just say, hey, you know what? He wasn't going to help. He's no good. They already got this guy. They're okay there. Well, those things pile up, mm-hmm. right? And and now you're in a situation where you lose Joe Wilkins, you lose Avery Davis, and, and now you have, no, you have five healthy scholarship receivers. Correct. You have the vet, – the veterans are – actually, is it is it five – you have Kevin Austin. Correct. You have Braden Lindsay, healthy. Okay. Uh, so the two guys that have the biggest injury history, the last two veterans left. Okay. Uh, and then you have the three freshmen. Right. That's it. That's five. And, and that's it. Uh, Jaden Thomas. Uh, they Kelly talked about him today. Yeah. Did they? Did he talk about him? Because I I'd heard that they. Yeah. Had he just said that he'd been on scout team and he's yeah. up now to help with depth. Okay. But. He's been he's been in and out all year. I mean, he's been right. banged up all year. So that's it. That's that's your at the University of Notre Dame because you lost five players during the offseason. This is where you're at. And and so that, the the problem that has existed here for a while now has has truly come to fruition this season. And and if this doesn't, if this isn't the wake up call that Brian Kelly needs, I just, I don't know, I don't know what else to do. Sure, I don't know what yeah. else to say or, or what else to do about this. So, it, it's it's a problem. But hey, it is what it is, right? So let's talk about what needs to happen uh, today. And so, first and foremost, I look at this and say clearly Lorenzo Styles to the slot is a good move because you can't just eliminate eleven personnel. But here's right. the reality. When you have five scholarship receivers, one of them has not played a meaning. I don't. I think Jaden Tom. Jaden. I don't think Jaden Thomas has played yet this year. I don't think he might have got in the four. I mean, I don't even think what fourth quarter game could he have got in. I mean, the Wisconsin's game is the only one that was really a blowout. I don't even know if he's played yet this year, which adds to my frustration when you when you think about how many teams with a losing record Notre Dame has on their their nine team resume. That they don't have they don't have any games that they could have just you know until Saturday to blow a team out, but but anyway he he's just not really going to be a guy that I think steps in just automatically and can give you twenty snaps a game right. 
so 11 personnel is still something you can use, but it's not something you can use as your, as your primary, as the primary part of the offense in regards to a volume standpoint. Does that make sense? Vince, yeah, like you're still going to use it. It's still a very important part of what you do, but I don't know sure. if you can, you know, use it for 75, 80% of the snaps like they have at times this season. You still use it, but maybe it's only 20 snaps of 11 personnel this now. Yeah. I think obviously the, the other option is, you know, you could use Michael Mayer more in the slot, but there, that's where the decision has to get made. Right. How do you get Michael Mayer in the slot? And there's two ways to do it. One is to go 12 personnel, put George Takis in the game or Mitchell Evans in the game and use them as the number two tight end. Right. right. The other one is to go 21 personnel. Right. And I think that's the direction the Notre Dame needs to go. To me, because you have – and Kelly talked today too. He talked about Chris Tyree, how the turf toe thing, it's something he's battling back from, something he dealt with high school that cost him time. But he talked about how if you remember the play on Saturday – uh, they brought a corner blitz, and the only running back to step up and pick that up on Saturday was Chris Tyree. Stepped up and drilled the guy. And Kelly talked about how that was important for for them and for Chris. Sure. Because to block like that, because he didn't just catch the guy, he struck the guy. You remember the play I'm talking about? He this, put right? him on his back, too, didn't yeah. he? I mean, it, it he was did. Uh, yeah, right. And Kelly talked about how that requires you to really plant and drive off your feet like any blocker. And how that was sort of that thing in Chris's mind. I was like, okay, I'm fine. You know, and and for them, it was the thing that shows he's fine. So you've got Chris Tyree coming back. Logan Diggs has played great football. You've got Kyron Williams, and you have Audric Estime. To me, yeah. three of those guys can catch the ball really well. Two of those guys can catch the ball outside. Now, there's a lot of talk from people about, well, just move Chris Tyree to the slot. That only works as a, as a sort of a compliment to him being a running back because Chris – Kyron Williams could be a slot receiver. He could be a legitimate slot receiver. That he knows how to run routes. He knows how to catch the ball down the field. Chris can do some things, but I don't know if Chris is a natural slot receiver. I mean, there's there's a slot receiver requires a lot of precision. You got to know how to get off jams. You got to know how to react to buzzing yeah. linebackers. You've got to know how to, you know, my stem starts here. This guy works there. I got to react my stem this right. way, either dip inside or push him outside, understand the whole pass concept and all that kind of stuff. You just can't plug a guy, put him at slot and say, hey, you know, that you haven't been playing receiver all year and you're going to be fine. Just, We're going to go. Just be go. You'll be game. good. You'll be good. You know, now you can you do that at times? Absolutely. Uh, there are things you can do with him in the slot. There's quick game things you can do. There's screen games you can do. There's jet sweep things you can do. There's things you can do wheel route. There's there's some creativity that you can have, but it's going to have to be a, a package for him in the slot. It's not him being a slot receiver now. Correct. I also don't necessarily want Chris Tyree, you know, blocking out in space and stalk blocking because the problem is when you get a guy that like stalk blocking on the perimeter requires work and understanding because that's a position where knees get rolled up on all the time. Sure. Receivers practice that stuff and they understand how to handle that, right? It, it comes from experience. And so to me, it's it's about it's about finding a niche for him there, also using Kyron Williams in the slot there, and then using Audric Estime and Logan Diggs as running backs with those guys. I mean, right. honestly. I wouldn't be completely opposed if they just wanted to say, hey, we need to find ways to get Michael Mayer a breather without going to the 12 and 13 personnel. Because if they don't know that that formation group just doesn't really work effectively against any good team yet, then I don't, there's no hope, right? right. They've got to be able to look at that and say, no, it's not going to work. I mean, I would not be opposed, Vince, if they went a, a, a couple plays of 30 personnel, meaning get Michael Mayer out 
again, meaning, you know, cause you just, you're trying to get five to 10 snaps of him yeah. on the sideline to catch, you know, get a breather, get some wear and tear off of his legs. Right. It's not about taking Michael Mayer out for any reason other than like when you'd sub him out. Right. And instead of saying, we're going to go to George Takis, who we just won't throw the ball to, right? They just refuse right. to do that. They did it right. once. He made a good catch. George can play, but they just, you know, they're not going to use him. Uh, Mitchell Evans is a, is a good kid, and he's a freshman, but he's not ready yet for that kind of role, and he's he's just not. You look at the guys, Logan Diggs, Chris Tyree, Kyron Williams are all better players than anybody else that could possibly fill Avery Davis's uh, spot other than Lorenzo Styles. Right. So, to me – I would I would even get creative with that. Now, when I talk 30 personnel, I mean, there's so much you could do. It sounds like people laugh. You ever watch Oklahoma Not State? Me. You ever watch Oklahoma State back in the 10, like the early 2010s in the in the mid, when they were like really a dynamic offense? They would line up in that diamond personnel. Now, they would have a receiver there, right? They'd have two backs and a receiver. Well, with the type of running backs Notre Dame has, guys can catch the ball. Why not do that? I mean, because you're now throwing some of the people that they don't know what the heck they don't know what to do. Exactly. You know, they're going to be unprepared for that, and you have some fun with it. You know, there's things you can do out of it. You can put, you can line up in 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 thirty personnel, in a diamond formation. A diamond formation is like a pistol, right? So the quarterback and the and the tailback, it's a pistol for them. But what you have is to each side of the quarterback, you have a running back. It's called a diamond formation, and then outside receivers. You could do that. You could line up uh, the next play with, uh, like, with the with in a normal shotgun with a back to each side, and another back. The third back in the slot could be go. Kyron, it could be Tyree, and then the next play you could line up with Aldrick Estime or Logan Diggs as your single back, and you have Kyron Williams and Two Chris slots. Tyree in the slots. You can do all that without rotating personnel, and they can effectively right. do those kind of things. So, absolutely, the reality is, is this it ideal to lose Avery Davis? Heck no. Great leader, great kid. Yeah, heart hurts for him because you know all these kids are great kids and all that kind of stuff. But like his story is so unique and what yeah. he sacrificed. I hate to see this happen to him. I agree. But uh, and not that I ever like am happy that a kid gets injured, but it just some sting a little bit more. Absolutely, it was that way as a coach as well. But it, yeah, this one stings for Avery. Yeah, no doubt. It, but but the point is, as a football team, you got to move forward. Hey, he's out. We got we. It doesn't mean that we. You know, it's not like you know, roll him off the field. And we're going to keep going because we don't care, right? It's just he's out. Here here we go. And, and so to me, that's something that I want to see. I want to see some of that. I would even do that out of thirty-one personnel events that you went to earlier, because then you could put Michael Mayer outside. Exactly. exactly. There's just so many things you could do. And and if you did it with Audric Estime as one of your three backs. You could then line him up outside in like a wing and use him to block, like you did earlier. Yeah, I, mean, see, I think that's so, untapped. Like, it, I'm surprised they actually haven't done that because yeah. that they were it so, just they went to a you so gotta much be creative, Vince. Right? It's kind of like the only thing holding back from Notre Dame being more explosive and being more versatile and creative is their lack of creativity. Right? Exactly. I mean, there's. I mean, it. it I, I hope that Tom Reese comes into the office to, yesterday because it starts yesterday and today. And he's like, you know what, man? We're out this guy, this guy, this guy. We're going to have some fun. Right. Because here's what every coach should do. Every offensive coach should do when they meet on Sunday or Monday start going over the game plan. Who do we have to get the football to this weekend? And they're going to – and you. And a lot of times, like, place I've been, it's like you, you kind of list your top five playmakers. you got to make sure that in some way they're all – if you start doing that, you're going to go – I mean, there's going to be a lot of running backs in that group. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Okay, Kevin Austin at receiver. I don't know if there's another guy that I would put in there. Not that Lorenzo and Lindsey can't do some things, 
Okay, Mayor. All right. Kyron, no brainer. Okay, who's your next? Uh, Tyree. Okay. Diggs. Uh, okay. And then you talk about Lindsay. I mean, there's yeah. some things you can do to where even with all those injuries, you still got some dudes there. Right. Right. Absolutely. So now the only thing that's going to limit you is your own lack of creativity and your own inability to install it. I mean, to me, I would look at this as fun. I would look at this as encouraging. Yeah. I would say, hey, you know, we got there's not a lot of film of Deion Colsey. There's not a lot of film of Audric Estimate. There's not a lot of film of 30 personnel. And people, I'm not joking when I say that. I'm not joking at all. In today's in today's college football, if you don't know how in a, in a sort of an everything has gone wrong situation to be able to use the kind of running backs that Notre Dame has beyond just rotating them in with each other, then you just don't, you just aren't, you don't understand the, 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 the exciting aspects of today's modern football. Absolutely agree. And and the things that the evolution of the game allow you to do. And, and so to me, the only thing holding them back is their own cre- lack of creativity and ability to install it. I mean, I, and again, you don't do it all in one game, right? You find, okay, let's start with something niche this game. And then you build on it next week. So like, you're not going to go to the diamond 30 personnel package and put in 25 new plays. <laughs> right. But there's things that they already know that you can do. Sure. And that's what that's what well, I, and like I think. To see. And I think and Virginia's not going to be have any. They're not going to be prepared for it. No. At all. But I think the important thing is you can come up with some new formations and some, you know, like just like you said, some new personnel. But then you still run your stuff like the, the, the whole you do thing need to is, have some wrinkles out of it, though. Right. right? Now, I get that. But right. like you, 25 plays aren't wrinkles. That's a whole package. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like you, you need to be able to run your stuff out of these wrinkles and then have a few things off of it. And I think they can easily do that in a week. Easily. Because like you said, Virginia's more worried about who they're starting at quarterback than they are about anything else right now, right? I mean, right. So yeah, I, I would I would definitely have something. Have something because mm-hmm. you do have some dynamic playmakers at running back that you can get on the field, that can catch the football, and they can do things outside the tackle box. And mm-hmm. if they don't do that, then I'm really scratching my head as to what we're what what they're doing. Right. What, what are you doing? You know? Right. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, it, it, that that's going to be the only thing. If, if all they do is just plug Lorenzo Styles in there and play more 12 personnel, it's like you right. guys just – you guys then lack, how is that the you solution? lack the creativity necessary to be a dynamic offense. And Brian Kelly said it today. He's like, hey, look, Notre Dame is whatever and oh when they score more than 30 points a game. If that's not like – an awareness of then start freaking being a more dynamic offense. Right. You're not going to score more than 30 in 12 and 13 personnel all day. Right. Not, not against anybody good, not this group. And and it's not even that it's, and again, when we say that this is not a shot on George Takis or Mitchell Evans, or it's just, it's about you as a coach have to look at who are our best players. Right. Last year, if you have a conversation about your top seven or eight players, there was a few tight ends that needed to be part of that conversation. Right. In in other years, that's it's not the case. This is one of those years where it's not the case. And it's not just about those guys, but it's about you have a very dynamic backfield. You have one of the best running back tent groups in the country. In the country. Exactly. Use and you're not using it correctly. Now, again, okay, Chris Tyrus banged up. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt there because my sources told me that it was a situation where Chris wasn't healthy. It was not a doghouse thing or anything like that. But he's back now. You said he's back now to feeling better. And even if Chris can only give you 12 to 15 snaps, be creative with those. If Here's the thing. If you know Chris Tyree is limited, don't waste those snaps on having him step up and pass pro. That's a waste of snap, in my opinion. Even though he could do it, it's a right. waste of a snap. Agreed. What I want to see them do is say, hey, if we only got Chris Tyree for 15 snaps, then we're going to darn sure make sure he touches the ball in five, at least at least on five to six of those. Yep. Whether it's jet sweeps, screens, handoffs, whatever the case may be, they've got to start getting Chris Tyree more touches, right? And then you can allow Logan and Kyron to get their touches in the more traditional running back things if Chris is limited. And now's the perfect. Now a week ago, it would have been harder to do that because we can take Avery Davis off the field. I'm not right. taking Avery Davis off the field exactly for that. He's, now he's your most you consistent are. receiver right now. Correct. But now Correct. you don't have a choice. He's also your most money receiver. If it's yep. third and five, there's only two people I'm looking at on third and five. It's Michael Mayer, Mayer and Avery Davis. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's it. Yep. Well, Avery's not there now. Right. So you got to figure something else out. And, and so to me, that's the key. Is okay. We don't have Avery. We got we because like when something like this happens, Vince, as an offensive when when you've lost Joe Wilkins, you've now lost uh, Avery Davis, you've lost Lawrence Keys, you've lost so much of your depth. You almost got to take what you've done all year, and and, and you just got to be like, okay, <laughs> yeah, right, right. I mean, that's what you got to do. Okay, yeah. fellas, when I say start from scratch, it's not we're, okay. What plays do we want to run? We're now going to become a pin and pull team that's going to run air raid principles. That's not what I'm talking about. It's what's your what what's your overarching? Here's how we're game planning that you've been doing all year. It's gone. You got to yeah. start fresh. Okay, here's who our best players. Okay, how do we best utilize our best players within the framework of play of, right. of what we do? And what are some new wrinkles that we can add? And again, it's a couple run plays here. It's a it's a screen here. It's a couple pass plays here. It's not reinventing the wheel, but you do it to your point out of formations that they're not prepared for, and that's how you catch them in a leverage situation, a matchup situation, things like that. 
And so to me, that's going to be the key. How creative do you want to be, right? And it, with your personnel and how you use that personnel. And, right. you know, if 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 Tommy Reese does that, I'm going to lose it this weekend. I'm going to be so fired up. I'm going to be like, okay, I'm buying you all the beanies you want, man. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm super fired up about it. I, and I think he, you want. I think he can, I, you know, I, I think he's got the, he's got the mind for it, but he's just got to step up and say, Hey coach, this is what we got to do, man. Right. We got stud running backs. You, you want from what I'm told, his closest ally, as far as like his trust in, on the staff in regards to, to play calling and game planning is Lance Taylor. Yep. If those two guys, Lance Taylor's the freaking running backs coach. Right. If those two guys can't say, hey, man, what's the best position group we have on offense? Does anyone want to tell me it's anything other than running back? It's not. Right. How can we use it better other than just traditional methods of swings and handoffs and some slip screens? It's 2021. You got to be more creative with how you use it. Right. Right. And, and that's just a fact. And so that's what I want to see this weekend. Agreed. And it doesn't have to necessarily look just like what I think. Tom Reese is a smart guy. Lance is a smart guy. They may they may have other ideas on how to use two, three running backs. And it, it, it's not like if, if they come out this weekend and I'm like, you know what? They didn't run diamond personnel. They suck. That's not yeah. what I'm talking about. I'm just giving you yeah. kind of things that pop into my head as I, as I think about it, right? It doesn't have to look like that. As long as it's creative and it's meant to get your best players the ball and it's meant it's it's meant to create havoc on for Virginia. And then now all of a sudden Georgia Tech and Stanford are like, oh, crap. We thought we had Notre Dame figured out. Now they come up in this freaking 30 personnel and 31 personnel, and they're doing reads and they're doing all this other kind of stuff. I mean, and that's the other thing, too. It, it, I would – everybody knows I'm, you know, Jack Cohn starting quarterback. The first time that I'm going 30-31 personnel on Saturday against Virginia, 12 is a quarterback. Yeah. Absolutely. Because Virginia's be like, okay, what the what do we the do heck? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. What do we do now? Holy crap. And you know what? Yep. And then I'm having throwing it too. And I'm gonna have them do a buck sweep here. Like seriously. Right. Okay, you line up in diamond personnel, right? So you can kind of read it out here. You got a tailback. I'm gonna have him read this way and then run speed option away. Right? You jab with that back. Right. And then you, you, I mean, th- you could have so much fun with it. I mean, oh, dude, and, and you just do it for a series. You just come out and say, Hey, and you, you let Jack know, Hey Jack, third chairs of the game. We're going diamond. We're putting Tyler in the game. Okay. Just, you know, and we're going to go fast. Now, if we get stalled, we're going to put you back in, but you're going back in that next series. Right. Or it may just be three plays. Hey, we're doing three or four plays, whatever the case may be. Right. Right. You can do things like that. And, and, and now Virginia's like, what the freaking heck? So then here's the thing. Virginia's going to spend that whole next defensive series, that whole next uh, period between series. Drawing up how they're going to defend it. How they're going to defend it. Right. And then you come back with 12 personnel and run it right down their freaking throat and take a couple play action shots, right? Right. I mean, or, or go 11 personnel and you're in a more traditional offense. Right. I mean, that's what that's what good coaches do. That's what creative coaches do. I want to see Tommy Reese do that because I do believe Tommy's a smart, creative guy. I just want to see him be like, hey, dude, you're a college coach. Go have some fun this weekend. Right, go have some fun. You don't have Avery anymore to build around because you you needed to build around. All, I mean, I'm arguing it, that they need to use Avery more. He's not there now. Go have some fun, right? Yep. Go 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 make the Virginia coaches like just be like, what the freaking heck was that? Right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, so that's what I need to see. If they just come out in their traditional 11, 12, 
you know, 21, like, and just run the same stuff they've been running. Just, hey, Lorenzo, go, hey, true freshman Lorenzo, go pretend you're a fifth-year senior. That's what I would like to see. So that, that's our that's our talk on the, the – Vince, you have any other – anything to add to that? I got a little fired up there with that. So And I was just – I you know, I, if I had popcorn, I would have just been – you know, because I was enjoying it. Because you're absolutely I, – I got this vision, actually, when you were talking about it, of you and I sitting at a table just, like, drawing some stuff up. Like, all right, you know what? This would be really cool to do. All right, let's yeah. Do like, that – that is what that is when I always had the most fun coaching is yeah. when you're kind of your backs are up against it a little bit and you now it's time to be creative. Let's go have some fun with it. And right. you sit down and you collaborate and you put your heads together and you come up with something. Like right. that's when coaching is fun to right. me personally. Yeah. You know? And so like that's when I, I was like, okay, let's go. Yeah. So I, I'm hoping that that's you know what Notre Dame does. Mm-hmm. I would honestly be surprised if it is. Um I Fully anticipate seeing like 12 and 13 personnel on, on a Saturday. I just make me a believer, Tommy Reese. Make me a believer. That's that's what I yeah. will say to that because they've got the guys to do it. And, and it can be so much fun to watch if they wanted to do it. So, yeah. you know, we'll yep. see. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.